Welcome to Conversations from the Front Porch with Leslie Cordy. We are very lucky to have with us this morning, Dr. Ryan Petty. Ryan is Dean at the College of Business and also Associate Professor of Human Resource Management at Roosevelt University. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you, Leslie. We're lucky that you're gonna talk with us today about several different things and give us some reflections on uh, your leadership role or the role of others as leaders uh, during this time and during difficult times. And the topic of your conversation has to do with not only communication, but creating community and being gracious to students and faculty during this time. So tell us, what would you like to share with us, Ryan? Yeah, so the, I think, uh, you know, first off, I appreciate the invite and, 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 and kind of, you know, for allowing me this platform. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think this, uh, this topic really kind of came up to me as I reflected uh, on the past couple of months, um, you know, dealing, you know, with this COVID-19 crisis and how it's impacted, uh, you know, students and, and faculty of mine and, and, and coworkers and, and just really kind of our larger college community. Um, and, it, and it's really kind of, uh, you know, as I, as I sat and reflected on it, it's, it's really kind of the lessons learned for me and, and what's really kind of stuck out in my mind as, as I've gotten feedback from my colleagues or from students or what have you about, hey, this was really important, this was really valuable, this was really helpful, and things that I think have had a positive impact on our, <clears throat> on our college community. And so just trying to share, you know, those things. That's kind of how the whole, this whole topic kind of came together. Um, and the first, you know, the first one that, that you talked about there was 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 really the power of, of communication during all of this, and and you know I think it, it's certainly a you know a a a well you know well documented you know mm -hmm. phenomenon that communication is of utmost importance and what have you, but um, and, and so I don't think I'm I'm saying anything revolutionary here, but what really stuck <laughs> out to me was how during difficult times communication could really be used not only to inform people but also to i think kind of comfort people a little bit yeah and in in one of the things that i mean it's i mean as we all have you know you know students get bombarded with a million emails every day and half the time right. they don't get their emails or don't respond to it and faculty same way and so part of my role in communicating and what I would do is I would send out tailored messages to our students as well as to our faculty and staff just with updates on things about what I was hearing from, from my position and, and, and various different things. Um, in, in those, those updates that I sent out, I mean, oftentimes I was sending out, you know, two to three a week even, you know, kind of during the height of this. Um, really served, I think, to do two things, like I said. The first was to to inform people and, and just give factual information. Hey, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, we're closed down for this. You know, if you're teaching, you can run your classes synchronously or asynchronously, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, students, what to expect. You know, here's how we're doing. You know, classes are going to be all virtual, but here's student services, how they're going to be delivered. It was a lot of that information. Excellent. But, but I always also tried to, 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 to bring a sense of humanity across to, right. to those things, to those messages and just comfort and reassure people. And, and the feedback that I've gotten is that that was very helpful. Yeah. And it was one of those things that I, 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 I mean, if I'm being honest with you, I didn't, I didn't know how it was gonna be received. I didn't know right. if people really wanted, quote, you know, a pep talk or kind of a, that, that kind of personal, you know, personal stuff in there. 
but it turned out to be really helpful. And, and one of the, the lessons that I think kind of dawned on me was that during what, what COVID-19 has done is brought, I think, so much uncertainty to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that uncertainty is very unsettling to a lot of people. And it's a human phenomenon in general. I mean, me with a psychology background understands it very well that, you know, uncertainty is very unsettling to people. And into that uncertainty, they cast their fears, their doubts, their insecurities, kind of all of those different things. And so what I was really doing was just trying to reduce uncertainty for people. And just to say, even if we don't know exactly what it's going to look like, there is a plan. We are working on this. We're mm -hmm. going to have an update for you on this, a decision for you on this, on such and such date. That yes, we are thinking about those things, and, and, and it's going to be okay, and we're going to get you the help that you need on this, and we're going to take care of you. And, and that really seemed to struck a chord with a lot of people, just in terms of, it was kind of like, hey, I know you don't have all the answers, but it's just helpful knowing that, yeah, you're working on it, you're aware of it, things are happening, like the university has, is working on these plans, here's what to know, when to expect it. That, that really, really kind of, I think, was helpful to a lot of people. I can see that. I can see it. Like you said, you know, it's not revolutionary, the communication process, but the fact that that there were so many unknowns, that the, you regularly reached out to both faculty and staff and students with regular communications and, and, and showed that we don't necessarily have all the answers, but here's what we're thinking about and here's how we're gonna communicate with you on a regular basis. So that brought some of their anxieties down, which I think is, I think was really important. I, I, I can feel, I felt anxious during this time frame, right? And, and I think that was probably reassuring to them that you were still working and you were still thinking about them. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, you know, I think it's, it's, I think that's that, you know, one of the hallmarks of effective leadership is just, is being there and being present and, and, and having that sense of it's going to be okay. You know, we don't know exactly what it looks like, but we're working on it. You know, we have this under control to a certain extent and, and we're, we're, we're plowing through it and, you know, we're going to come out on the other end of this. We don't know exactly how it's going to look or whatever, but, but we are going to come out on the other end of this. And like you said, I think that was calming to people. I think it was in, in just the, the, like a steady presence, right? Just mm -hmm. knowing that, yep, the people who are the leaders, the people who are in charge, they're there, they're working, they're still with us, they have us in mind, we're not forgotten about, you know, they're, they're, they're trying, they're taking care of things, and they're letting us know, and they're, <clears throat> I think there's a certain sense of respect that's also communicated when you communicate things to people steadily, because you're giving them the respect of knowing the information that you know, right? Yeah, like, I think it's, it's not a big secret. Right, and yeah. you're sharing that with them. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think that's a that's a form of respect in a weird way because I mean it's I mean it's very, you know, when you tell people don't worry about it, you don't need to know that. That's not whatever else. There there's a certain disrespect in there. It's an implied disrespect, but there's a certain disrespect in there. And when you when you empower people with information and you share that knowledge, I think what you're really telling them is is you're, you know, we care enough about you and you're a valuable enough member of our community that we think that you should know this. Yeah. And I think well, that- Well, that's very good. So, and that is one way that uh, you said you were also, you also did try to create community. So yeah. you, you re by reaching out to them 
and sharing that information with them, developing a level of respect created some community. How else do you think you created community, Ryan? You know, I think just really trying to 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 reach out through those emails, through little video messages, through encouraging our faculty as well to to maintain that sense of community. Um, so and, you did and, video messages. You didn't just do email, Ryan. Right. Yeah. Definitely. And it, it was um, yeah, just 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 multiple multiple ways of trying to to reach out. You know, I mean, I I I, I gave students my cell phone number. You know, wow. like my personal cell phone number. I put it in my emails and was just like, if you have call me, you know, text me, okay. whatever. Like just that type of, you know, just trying to let people know that I cared and, and let people know that our faculty and staff really cared and that we're working hard and, and we're trying. Mm -hmm. and, and, and to try and let the students know that, you know, we know. We know that you're scared. We know that these are uncertain times. We know you're anxious. We, and that's okay that you have a total right to feel that way because we all feel that way to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is not the time to, to isolate. This is the time to reach out. This is the time that if you have concerns, reach out to your faculty members. And, and this is a partnership, right? I mean, it's, right. You know, that's what the really good education looks like is it's a partnership between the student and their faculty member. Um, and so in really just trying to recognize and understand that one of the things that COVID I think has done is disrupt our sense of community mm -hmm. in the sense that, you know, we have our work communities where we, we go to work, we go to the office and we see people and we talk with people at the office and we have that routine mm -hmm. and our classroom communities for our students, you know, you go there and you see your friends on campus if you're a student and you sit in classes with them and, you know, whatever, right. and that's, you know, a sense of community. You live with them in the dorms and, and all of these different things. And the same thing socially too. I mean, even away from campus, you know, you, you, you hang out with your friends, you hang out with your family members physically, and we're used to what that, what that looks like and what COVID right. has done is really sort of disrupt that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the things that I thought was very, very important is, well, if, if people's sense of community is being disrupted and taken away from them, it's very, very important that we do outreach to try and provide some sense of community back to those students. Right. And, and that was really how I really encouraged our faculty to do that, to say, hey, I know that you might want to teach that class asynchronously, but have some synchronous portions to it. Okay. Even if it's just a pre-scheduled, like call it Q&A, call it office hours, call it whatever, like right. where students can log on to Zoom and talk to each other and talk with you and see your face and see you in your office and have that, you know, that, that richer sense of connection where they can see you and hear you in real time and, and hear each other. Um, and then in my communications to students as well as faculty, just really trying to, to have it not just be about business, but also have some personalized messages in there too, um, to connect with people on a more just a personal human to human level. Um, and I think that was real helpful too, of just, of, of just saying like, hey, it's not just about business. We're not just sort of, you know, in this because of our roles at the university, but we're people and we need to connect as people in that. And I think that really was, really was a real powerful thing that happened too. And like a good academic, I have to cite this. Um, that was an idea that was pointed out to me by one of my faculty members, a woman named uh, Chris Robinson Easley. Um, you know, she, she really early on kind of identified 
she was like, you know, I think one of the hardest things that students are going to have by this mass migration online was feeling this lack of sense of community that everything's been disrupted. Right. And that always kind of echoed in my brain. And I really kind of seized on to that and then, you know, took action from there based on that. So I have to, I have to give her proper citation for that. So. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Well, we hear that. We hear about developing that, um, personal presence right and there are ways to do it even if if we are separated or isolated but it sounds like you you reached out to folks in various methods and tried to create the community as best as possible even even during you know rapid changes right or rapid uncertainty because you didn't know when it was necessarily going to end and it's it's still ongoing Right. Um, and, and I thought it was very important for our faculty to do that, too. I mean, I really encourage our faculty to say, hey, you know, your, your most important job right now, in many instances, is not going to be, you know, teaching that person what, you know, in accounting class and accounting concepts and, you know, accounts receivable, accounts payable. It's not going to be teaching somebody about organizational culture or, you know, the specifics of the science behind hiring somebody in an HR class. Your most important job is going to be having a sense of continuity for those students, providing a sense of continuity for those students, providing somebody who they can, you know, bounce things off of, who they can project their insecurities and fears and whatever else into, and just calm, you know, calm their lives. And I said, so now more than ever, you know, we need you not just to be, you know, a font of information, but somebody who really connects and develops a sense of intimacy with your students. And that's what's really going to help them get through these next you know, X amount of months. And I feel like a lot of our faculty really took that to heart, even the ones who are typically kind of a bit more introverted and a bit kind of more, you know, I go there, I teach, I get out yeah. and, and whatever. So that was really important. Well, I think, I think that's good. You gave them tangible things that they could think about. You gave them permission, right, to connect with the students and perhaps focus on the students rather than all of the content, right? Because the students weren't going to necessarily hear that message. Right, they weren't going to hear about what column to put the numbers in, as you said, right? Yep. yep. And it's really hard to learn when you're scared, and you're, you know, what I mean. Absolutely. And, and so, like, it's like, no, like your your job is to calm people down, whatever. Let people know that you're there for them, that you're going to take care of them, you're going to work with them, whatever. And once you kind of get that anxiety, that fear level down, now it's time to start teaching. You know theories, facts, you know, mechanisms, processes, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and so that you gave them permission to, to be flexible. Well, the last area, and I, it's this theme, though, that's been through everything that you've talked with us, Ryan, is about, um, about being gracious. And I know you personally, so I know that you're very gracious, but uh, I mean, how do, how do we, how did you communicate to faculty and staff, right, about, you said that you gave credit to this other faculty member about creating community, but how did you uh, tell students, right, that we're, we're here for you, right? How do you, how do you think you reach them in terms of being gracious? So I, I think in, in a multitude of ways, I mean, one was through some of the personalized messages that I sent. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I mean, as you know, you know me personally, and I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm a very direct kind of plain spoken type of person, and and I'm kind of a heart on my sleeve type of guy, and and that's the way that a lot of times my my communications come out too, yeah. and so I really just tried to 
tried to tell students of, look, we know you're scared. We know you're dealing with, with a lot. You know, 65% of our students at Roosevelt University work to support themselves in their education. Um, you know, we have a lot of first gen students. We have a lot of low socioeconomic status uh, students. Um, and so we knew that our students were going to get hit hard by this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, many of them, you know, they were working, well, what jobs were they were working? They were working hospitality jobs, hotels, restaurants, blah, blah, blah retail, right. you know, all of the things that really got kind of shut down. Um, and so the first thing was just, I think, just acknowledging that and just acknowledging okay. that, look, we know, we know that you're scared. We know that you are going through a lot. And, and, and please reach out to us, please, please communicate with us, please let us know so that we can work with you, that we're open to that conversation. We wanna have that conversation with you. We want to know what problems and issues you're having so that we can try and, 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 and help you out and that we're, you know, we're gonna be understanding to that. Okay. Um, so that was kind of a big way of, of just letting you know that, hey, I care about you. You know, that was a big thing is just letting you know that, that we, you know, that, that, you know, to students, that was our message is we care about you, that you're not just students, you're not just faces and names in the classroom that we see, but you're people that we care about. And that the reason why, you know, the vast majority of, of us are here as educators is because we care about students, because our passion and our mission in life is to, is to educate the next generation and to empower them and to help them. And that's what education is all about. It's about helping people. Um, and just reinforcing that to students, because sometimes the students, especially in bigger universities, they might feel like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm one of 35 people in this class. Does this faculty member really care about me? Does this, you know, you know, I get emails from the dean. Does the dean know who I am? That, you know, whatever. And it's just, no, like, we, we know that there are people behind all of this and we want to take care of you. Um, in, in, in making sure that our faculty did that too, one of the, one of the directions that I gave to our faculty was, you know, look, understand that, you know, we, we have a lot of students that are going to have parents dying or, you know, this or that, that are me going through a lot that are, that have just been dealt a huge financial blow, you know, this and that, please, which work with them. Just, you know, this is not the time to be, you know, militant about grades and this and that and whatever. And, and, I, and I said, I'm not asking you to give people grades, it's, but what I'm asking you to do is, you know, be sensitive to what people are going through you know, give them extensions on assignments if you need to, give them extra credit opportunities, give them makeup stuff, you know, opportunities to earn a better grade, but, but just let's be compassionate to our students and understand that while we who might be a little bit older and who have kind of, you know, been through some wars and some tough times in our life and, and we might have a bit of a callus to that, a lot of our students, this is the first big thing that they're going through. Well, you know, they were, they were too young for 9-11. Either they weren't born yet or they, right. they, were, they were infants when it occurred. And so they've never really seen anything like this before, where it's just like, whoa, this is a global, you know, kind of national crisis. True. And, and just trying to be understanding to that. Um, and then the same thing with our faculty, too. Um, you know, my message to our faculty was, look, you know, understand that this is not going to go perfectly smoothly. We're not asking you to plan an online course ahead of the game where you would have thing, everything planned out and it's all organized and whatever. I mean, understand that we're asking you to make the jump from in-person to online in the middle of a semester 
where you have two weeks to prep it all up. And, you know, and I know that some of you have taught online before, some of you have never taught online before. We're asking you to learn new technologies. We're asking you to learn new pedagogies. We're asking you to kind of quick, you know, scrap what your plans were and adapt right. them. And, and just said like, hey, we know that it's not gonna go perfectly. And, and that's okay. As long as you're trying, as long as you're reaching out, we're gonna put a bunch of resources in front of you. Just do your best with it. And I think giving people you know the, the yeah the permission it's a good word for it. the permission to make mistakes and know that we're not going to hold it against you like we you know we realize that this is these are crazy times and we just got to make the best of it and right. and, and with it and, and the same thing with our students too i mean I, I in one of the email messages to our students that i broadcasted out i said look please be patient with us please be patient with our faculty members i said you know there are going to be some difficulties there are going to be some people there's going to be some problems and some issues and i said you know your faculty members are working really really hard and they are trying their best but understand that they are adapting to this unprecedented situation just like you are let's all treat each other well let's all treat each other with respect let's all be gracious towards each other and i literally spell that out in messages to our students and to our faculty just to try and encourage that because i mean at the end of the day this is scary and it's as much as we would want to hold ourselves all to that same ex you know standard of excellence yeah. it's also people have a lot of crazy disruption going on in their life and that context i think needs to be acknowledged and kind of accounted for so yeah, yeah. yeah. wow so those are some very powerful words I'm, I'm thinking about myself ryan in terms of how i completed this semester and thinking about maybe I need to have thought about being a little bit more empathetic for some of these things. So maybe, maybe I can go back and do that. I think, I think I've, I've learned something from our conversation. Well, I want to thank you for spending time with us this morning, uh, sharing your thoughts and reflections, um, especially uh, practical tips. I think that any of us can take in terms of, of, of a leadership role or just uh, being kind to one another in, in, in the future. So thank you so much for spending time with us. And uh, we, uh, we uh, enjoyed our conversation and we think that uh, the, the students at Roosevelt uh, University are lucky to have you and your faculty. So, well, thank, thank you. I appreciate that. I work with a lot of really good people, so credit goes to them. Um, but it was a pleasure uh, being with you and speaking with you, and, and hopefully uh, there's some value uh, in the words that we talked about today. So, okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome.